you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name is Chris Badgett and I'm joined by a special guest. His name is Derek Ashour. He's the creator of the confetti add-on for Lifter LMS. That's from WPSunshine.com. It's super cool. Stuff like explodes on the screen when people uh, complete courses and complete lessons and stuff like that. It's a super neat gamification trick. He's also the founder of ashwebstudio.com. Welcome to the show, Derek. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to get into it with you. Um, you know, we have a lot in common. We've got, we're in the WordPress community. We've run agencies. We've got products, some big, some small. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is going to be a really interesting episode, kind of looking at your WordPress journey and also uh, looking at gamification and what it's like to build a platform product like you've done with um, Sunshine Photo Cart for mm-hmm. photographers, uh, which is quite the feat. Uh, but to start this conversation, the way we met was from your work at WPSunshine.com, where I just got an email one day that, hey, there's this, we've integrated Lifter. There's something called Confetti. Check it out. Tell us about the story of Confetti. What is it and what does it do? So it's uh, it's built off of a JavaScript library that I found, um, you know, open source JavaScript library that did this Confetti effect. And you can do all different pre, you know, had some predefined effects and stuff like that. Um, when I was, it actually started originally when I was uh, just on some other site's e-commerce, or e-commerce store. And I don't remember what it was, but after I made a purchase on there and it had a little Confetti effect, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Um, and at that same time, I was kind of working uh, on a large e-commerce project for a client. And um, I was just like, hey, that's kind of fun. Let me throw it on this client site. So I just just put it on there um, and just let them know that I put it on there. And they loved it. And I was like, this is really easy. It's pretty straightforward. Um, let me go ahead and make this a plugin. Um, I think that would be fun. And it's right around that time, as I mentioned, you know, having an agency, I've always wanted to start doing um, more products. Um, I've had Sunshine Photocart for about nine years now, but it's a massive one. And I kind of wanted something that was a little bit more smaller scale, easier to sell, um, you know, lower price point, um, something that wouldn't require a whole bunch of maintenance um, and stuff. Um, so it just seemed like a, per- per- a perfect fit. Um, and it just, I was trying to, you know, go through. And one of the, one of the things I'd identified was, let me just create products that solve problems that, uh, that I've been doing for my clients, things that I do over and over or things that happen to be fun or unique like this confetti. This one just happened to be the first one that came up. Um, so yeah, so it took me a few days and I converted it, uh, the custom code that I'd done for their site, for my client's site and turned it into a, a plugin. Um, lets you kind of uh, configure what there's like, I think six different styles that you can choose from that are pre-done, but then you can customize the settings on it as well. Like color, do custom colors. So it matches your site custom where it comes out of the screen it can come out start in different points um how long it lasts duration you know all kinds of different kind of configurations that you can quickly do uh to to make a match your site however you want it to to look and i think it's just a fun little plug-in it's the main thing was when it just was that 
that's just neat. It, it was just one of those little things. It's not anything that's going to, you know, it's not a massive thing. It's not something that you need to have right now to increase conversions or anything like that. It just made me, it was one of the few things that made me feel something while doing something on a website. So it was just an interesting experience in it that was just like, wow, thank you. Thank you for celebrating with me for buying this. You know, I think it was something really mundane. Like, I don't even know, like I needed to get my daughter a new bathing suit or something like <laughs> that. And it was just like, I've been putting it off for a month. And it was like, thank you for celebrating my procrastination and finally getting over my procrastination and getting this done. And it, it was great. That's uh, so, so cool. Um, and for the course creator community out there, a lot of you folks also use the form plugins like Gravity Forms and Formidable. So like on form submissions, the confetti yeah. can go. It works with WooCommerce, EDD. Uh, in, the, in the lifter stuff, you've got the order, the purchase, the lesson completed, quiz pass, section, course completed, track completed. So if you're doing a degree program or whatever, I have to say when we tested this, whenever somebody builds an integration, we have a whole process where we you know, check it out, uh, check out the integration and make sure the quality is there. And then we, you know, do, we're big community people. So we work to promote and work to get the word out and everything. And I don't think in, I don't know, maybe our integration partner program has been around for five years. I don't think we've had so much fun just on our team meeting, both the first time I saw it, but then our team meeting when, Natalie on our team, like kind of shows it to everybody. So everybody's aware, like on the support team, when somebody calls in about like, everybody knows about all the integrations. It was like, I've never seen like a, the Brady bunch on our zoom with all smiles. So I think fun, fun is like the way to describe this and game of the Go ahead. I was going to say, it's like, it's, it's, it takes something that's a mundane thing. So like contact forms or, you know, you complete something like that. It's just like, thank you, move on. It just, it adds a little something like you've done something. Like I said, the first time I did is because I've been procrastinating. And it was just like a little like, hey, thank you for celebrating with me, this little accomplishment. And so it leans, or it, yeah, it, it goes right into doing, you know, LMS stuff where, you know, someone takes a quiz and they don't, you know, maybe they're not wanting to take a quiz, but hey, congratulations, <laughs> you, uh, you know, type thing. It just adds that little, excitement that fun it's just a little yeah it's it's a weird little psychological effect that that makes a big impact on on things unexpectedly you wouldn't think it does but it, it really it just does yeah it's cool and then even just playing in your settings panel like the i forget all the names but i think one of them was called like the style of confetti there's like a cannon yeah. maybe a bazooka or something there were all these like funny things i was like this is not only fun to look at it's kind of fun to set up and play yeah. with the different time spans and locations and all that stuff yeah um awesome and, and i just want to add to like gamification for online courses you know you've got achievement badges and certificates and automated emails and pop-ups and things that are powered by lifter but adding this i think is a is a great add to your gamification stack um and that's it wpsunshine.com just look for the confetti uh product Let's talk about Sunshine Photocart because I know how hard it is running an agency and then your clients really need this thing or you see a better way to do it than what's currently available with off-the-shelf tools. Tell us about the photographer niche and what happened and how, you said seven years ago? Uh, nine. Right? Nine. So yeah. you're older than Lifter LMS. Lifter LMS is almost eight years old. Yeah. So what, tell us about Sunshine Photocart. 
So um, probably like, you know, just like you, um, I created for a client. It would happen to be my now ex-wife who was a photographer. And at the time there wasn't, so let me start, take a step back. What Sunshine Photocart does is it allows photographers to create galleries um, and sell prints and digital downloads on their own WordPress website. Um, so how you sell, how photographers sell is very different than how you would sell a t-shirt or anything like that. It just, it just works different. Photographers need different things than, um, what a traditional store is. Um, I created it also because at that time there wasn't really any great options, whether SaaS or even installed options, you know, like a be bulletin type thing. There was like one at the time and it was like $500. And it wasn't even that great. And so I told, I told her at the time, I was just like, you know what, I can create something for you in like two to three weeks, you know, over <laughs> massive ego thinking I could do it real quick. It'd be really easy. I can just build this on WordPress and make it really quick and easy. And, and about six months later, I, you know, kind of had a, a, a version one ready and um, it was mostly for her. And it was just kind of a test when I was, you know, nine years ago when I was kind of, I'd been building WordPress uh, sites for clients for a year or two then and I kind of wanted to dive into it so it was a great way to kind of get into more WordPress custom development stuff so I kind of use it as a way to learn as well and grow my skills as a WordPress developer um, and then was like hey you know what why don't I just start selling this well I don't know why it has to be just for her I could do this so it took a little bit more time and packaged it up into something um, that I could sell um, and then yeah uh, started releasing it and just have been adding to it over and over again over the years. Um, but I mean, I did not make it as a WooCommerce add-on because it was so long ago. WooCommerce wasn't even a thing. Honestly, <laughs> that's wild. the thing is, because when, when I was starting, I was like, where do you start for a framework for an e-commerce in, in, in the WordPress space? At the time, Shop was actually the top e-commerce plugin. And so I actually, some of the foundations of Sunshine at the time, you know, to start something like that, I kind of, let's take some of their files and code and just start from there for how they did it. And there's probably even still up to this day, some remnants of the Jigo shop, you know, stuff that I brought over. As we all know, Jigo shop's gone and, uh, and WooCommerce was a fork of Jigo shop and then WooCommerce grew and took off and essentially enveloped it and it's gone. But um, so it is its own entire e-commerce ecosystem. Um, so that unfortunately means things like making payment gateways and, you know, hand doing all the shipping and taxes. So it is a, it's a pretty big endeavor to, to tackle. That's awesome. Uh, I was just playing around on your demo while you were talking of sunshine and it's very cool. How do you power that demo? By the way, we have a demo too, but I'm just curious, how does yours work? Oh God. Uh, so it is a multi-site setup and okay. there was actually, I think it was, I think I've had that going for six or seven years. And I, it was like, there was a plugin called like Ninja Demo or something like that. I think I remember that. I think I remember yeah, that. And it, yeah, and I, I don't think they do it anymore. And I think it's the same team that does Ninja Forms. Honestly, I don't remember anymore, but it still works. Granted, it's a bit slow. I get a lot of comments saying that the, the demos can run incredibly slow. So it's something that one of the things I've been meaning to do is do a better demo system because when people see that it's slow they think it's sunshine photo cart when reality it's just you know it's just kind of the multi-site demo environment of how it all works and whatnot what um so what did you learn about the photographer customer like the original customer 
was it uh, a wedding photographer or portraits or um, like who's like the ideal customer for this? Yeah, it's going to be wedding and portrait type photographers. Um, That's that's what my ex-wife was. She did weddings, families and all that kind of stuff, you know, um, senior sessions and so on and so forth. There's definitely two other distinct markets. One would be like a stock photographer. where there, uh, which Sunshine isn't really geared toward, to be honest. Um, there's another plugin out there that's actually, I, I usually recommend them go there. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Um, but then there's the other one, what I call bulk photographers, which are ones who do like sports or schools, okay. where they're, you know, they're creating, you know, like a wedding photographer will create one gallery with 500 images, where a book photographer will create 500 galleries with one image because you know one school portrait for each kid so it's kind of reversed um and it's one of the the target markets that sunshine's still working on kind of addressing their their needs i've gotten better recently but um but they're definitely some unique type of photographers that have different needs um, within that space that's cool what um what advice do you have for a wordpress professional that is um you know, doing products and agency at the same time or, or wants to like words of wisdom, words of caution, how to keep it fun. Like what, what are some, what are some ideas that you've come across in your journey? Um, the, the biggest thing is, is honestly balancing time with what you, I mean, it's like anything in life is balancing time. Um, and I think I definitely made the mistake of going way too big first. Cause like I said, sunshine photo cart was my first plugin that I ever developed. And it's WooCommerce. It's, you know, it's as big as WooCommerce is. Um, And I do it only by myself. Um, So it's, it's pretty hard to balance something that big. And that's why I now have things like the confetti plugin, which is significantly smaller and more reasonable, honestly, to manage and, and handle. Um, but, uh, but I think the number one thing that's helped Sunshine grow, even though I do very limited marketing, honestly, it's a lot of, even my agency, it's a lot of word of mouth. And I found that just having good quality support is something that people will, you know, gladly recommend you and start doing that marketing for you on your own. Um, so like SEO and all that kind of stuff where I know the basics and I've done all that stuff and the, you know, outreach and a few things here and there, but I just found it so much easier when someone says, whether you're doing as an agency or as a, you're selling products, if you have good reviews, good recommendations, and people are actually referring you, the sale's already done for you. They're already 90% of the way there. Their best friend just said, oh my God, this plugin's great. You got to get it. Or this agency's great. You got to work with them. They just say, where do I sign? What, here's my credit card number. Um, so um, I know you asked about, you know, like plug-in stuff, but I found that truth to be the same for both agencies and, and even in the software stuff that people just love, like, Hey, I responded within the same day to a ticket and they're just blown away at that idea because on average, you know, most places, if you get a response within 48 hours, you're happy. So if you're able to respond, um, and also keeping it light and like you're an actual person, I think that's one thing that this is in support is talking to people like they're people as opposed to just constantly sending an auto, the same automated response. And it's, it's okay to say, in my opinion, I don't know the answer. I don't yeah. know why this doesn't work. I've tried it. I can't repeat it on my test sites. 
I don't have an answer for you, but I will keep looking and see if something comes up. Most of the time people are like, okay, thanks for looking into this. And, but as long as you just kind of on a more personal level, it really works well. And I've, uh, you know, I have only met a lot of my customers through support tickets and they're just like, Hey, Derek, what's going on? Hope things are going well for you. And you know, they're, they're really supportive of things. So it's, it's interesting how just having good quality support can make a big difference in your sales support. And, and if you make a mistake, they'll be like, you get it. You're a person. Um, especially when you're like on your own, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to release something where it just breaks a bunch of people's sites. It, it's it's going to happen um, because as an individual doing stuff, I don't have a team of four or five people to test every possible combination of settings for every single time I make an update. You know, like a big thing was um, uh, Sunshine integrates with WP Offload. Uh, the WP offload plugin. So photographers can have unlimited file storage on Amazon S3. Well, they just released a big update uh, to their thing and it actually broke our integration. And it took me some back and forth. I released something. I was like, oh, that didn't quite work for some people. And it was just, you know, working with a couple people here and there and just being straightforward with them. Like, hey, this is just how it happens sometimes. I, I can't, I don't have the resources to spend three full days on this one integration that maybe 15% of my users on a plugin that is 25% of my income and 25% of the time that I have anyway of my overall work with my agency, I just, I can't. So that's just how it is um, sometimes. Solid, solid advice. I love that idea of being the super communicator your client and your customers wish you could be. Like that we've, we've honestly done that to stand out. Just talk to, be human and have good communication and as fast as you can and just be real. <laughs> but then I've definitely learned don't do it on weekends or <laughs> yeah, set boundaries, set boundaries. Yeah, you gotta set your boundaries to, yeah. I did that yeah. early on as responding to every ticket within an hour, whether it was <laughs> on a Tuesday or, you know, three o'clock on a Saturday. Cause I was just so wanted to get good reviews. And I was like, well, there's a balance there. There is a balance. Uh, you mentioned it real quick in your comment, but I just wanted to surface it. Um, for If somebody's going to have a large WordPress media library, there's something called WP Offload S3. Can you just explain what that is if somebody's not aware of it? Oh, uh, yeah. It's made by Delicious Brains. They have a plugin um, that uh, lets any, any media that you upload to your site, it offloads it to Amazon. I think it works with Dropbox or one other one. Um, for my purposes, I only, get, I only have it work with Amazon for various reasons. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's a great way so that you can truly have unlimited file storage and Amazon S3 is significantly cheaper. Um, so, so the and, key benefit is like not having hosting problems or WordPress upload limits and things like that. Uh, it's mostly like, you know, file storage, um, is one of the major things, um, like for photographers who are uploading, you know, they hundreds can, photographers have 500 galleries and each one having 500 images in there each with 10 to 20 megabyte, you know, high res photos in there. So it quickly adds up. And although there's unlimited file storage on, you know, some web hosting companies, they, uh, you know, that's not really a, a truth. So um, it's just, just a way to get it on Amazon where it's a lot cheaper. That's cool. Well, let's, let's step through your other plugins here quickly. Um, address autocomplete. What's the story with that one? 
Um, same thing. It's actually for the same e-commerce client that I did confetti for. Um, we had built a custom integration. Um, so what it was is uh, it's called perfectgiftclub.com. If you want to check it out, but it's a um, it's a great site where uh, you create a list of contacts and then um, you get an email reminder 30 days before um, like a certain event, like their birthday and anniversary, whatever. Um, so none of the existing address autocomplete plugins would work because I had a custom area where you would enter that your recipient's address. It worked with the checkout area, it worked with the my account area, but not with my custom area. So I had to build one anyway. And then so, the so is the key thing there that it like, if you type in a street address and it's like, oh yeah, there's two of those in the United States and then it helps. And then you're like, yep, it's the North Carolina one. Is that yes, what it is? What is address autocomplete? That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so it is like you start typing in like, you know, my address is one, two, three, somewhere street. When you start typing one, two, three, the address pops up, you know, there may some, maybe there's a few different options to choose from. You click on the one and it auto completes with your address, um, city, state, zip. Uh, into the field. It's one of my favorite things on an e-commerce thing, whenever I'm checking out, especially on a new store or something like that. It's, I hate retyping my address over and over again. Let me just pop it in there um, real quick. I know Shopify you know, has it and all kinds of popular e-commerce stores use it. It's, it just makes data entry so much quicker um, uh, on stores. So um, it's one of my favorite things on an e-commerce store. So I, I really wanted to to do it, but it came as a necessary thing from this client project. Um, and then, uh, and then in turn, and then I added that into sunshine photo cart as well, because it's an e-commerce platform. I just made that available to everyone, even the free version, because I love it so much. And I think everyone should have it. Um, and then just realized the way I built it, it would be really easy to make this applicable to any form on any site, which then could be easily bundled as a, uh, as a plugin. Um, for WordPress. So yeah, that one, that one's still a little bit of in its infancy right now. Um, it, it's a solid plugin, works great, works with, I think, Gravity Forms and WooCommerce at the moment. And I'm going to do the same thing like I did with Confetti and go through and get it to work with things like Lifter and whatnot. But uh, client work got in the way. <laughs> so those <laughs> right now, so those, that one got a little bit pushed off from the back burner at the moment. Um, but when I get uh, sick of some client work, you want to take a break and do something more fun. I'll dive back into it and get Lifter and uh, you know some of the other form plugins. Search, uh, search field for Gravity Forms. Is that yeah. a backend plugin or like in the backend no. view or is it? No, that's end? that came as well. It's another you know trying to solve a problem that as a developer having made WordPress you know client sites for so long, um, you know you're trying to solve a problem. But that actually came about in doing for uh, doing. It's actually for Sunshine Photocart when submitting a ticket. I was trying to find ways to really help. I found so many people would just ask a question where it's already in my documentation. Yeah. And I forced people to search the documentation before they then get to the form. But I was like, Oh, help scout has this feature, but I've always wanted to bridge the gap with WordPress, but you figured it out. That's cool. But, but that's, but that was the thing is people would still, they would type something and then go to the form and still not do it. It's like, it needed to be in there. So I wanted a way for them when they're typing, what is the subject of your issue? And so as they're typing, then all the documentation articles are right there and that they, and then I, um, they have a chance to click on that and do it. That was the main reason why I created that one is to solve one of my own problems. Um, and uh, seems a lot of people seem to, to enjoy that. So. And that's free. That's on your website. Yeah, I made that one free because it's a pretty small one. So. 
wpsunshine.com and then order redirects for WooCommerce. I remember needing a custom redirect yeah. uh, before. I don't wonder if I use this. I don't know how long this one's No, been. this one's relatively new as well. Okay. This one, again, it was, a, it was to solve a custom client problem. Um, uh, what this one does is when you're done with an, with an order in WooCommerce, it can redirect to a certain URL. So what they needed to do was they wanted to be able to, um, they had to buy tickets. It was like for an annual symposium or something like that. And then afterwards, they needed to gather some information, but and they had it on uh, like a, a, a form or something like that. So they wanted to do that, but also pre-populate it with some of the information that they just used to purchase. Like their um, name and stuff? Yeah, their name and email address to make it a little bit easier. But also each, each um, there was different levels of tickets. So depending on what ticket they bought, it had to go to a different form, which had a different URL. And so we were like, this is great. There were some order redirects out there, but, um, but there was a situation where it was, uh, it, it needed a priority system. That was the big thing that it didn't have, um, that there's no, no way to prioritize which redirect. If you bought two different products that each had a redirect, which one do you go to? All the existing ones just um, pick the first one and redirect to that. But there was cases where it's like, well, no, this one is the main one we needed to go to. Um, and I expanded a little bit to pass some of the, you know, order metadata and the URL. And so you could redirect it to anywhere afterwards. It's a, again, a little mini plugin that just solves us a very niche, pro uh, niche problem, but maybe one day I'll grow it to, to do some other things like custom thank you pages along with it or something, but I'm not sure. It kind of seems to do what it needs. Very cool. Very cool. Well, let's talk about your agency. This is ashwebstudio.com. You're in Colorado. Is it how how many of your clients are in Colorado? I'm looking through your portfolio and I'm seeing like Hawaii and other places. Yeah. Are you like, are you spread out? Are you kind of concentrated in your area or where, where yeah. do you get clients? I get clients from throughout the entire country. I even have some international clients as well. Um, I moved to, I mean, like the history of my, my agency is kind of a, a weird one. I never intended to even start one. Um, <laughs> uh, I was born and raised in San Diego. Um, and then in 2007, I moved uh, from San Diego to Fort Collins, Colorado. And honestly, at that time, literally on the drive, um, my website, again, this is 2007, so it's probably not going to work for anyone these days. Yeah. But um, in the, now that SEO is such a big deal, but my site just randomly became number one when you search San Diego web design. Dude, um, that's, that's I awesome. Like, I was, was going to work. I was going to just telecommute for the company that I was working for at the time. Um, from Colorado uh, uh, back to San Diego. And, um, but then because of that, I signed two clients on the drive, you know, driving with my U-Haul truck and the whole thing and talking to them on the cell phone. And like, sure, when I get there, I'll get a contract together. And suddenly was, you know, signed two clients on that, literally on the drive with my U-Haul. Um, and then two months later was like, I have so much work. I quit and started my own, started my own thing. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, and then it just went through referrals, made mostly friends, you know, I came up for number one for San Diego web design. So started with a lot of San Diego clients, but then they would refer to friends as I talked about earlier, just keeping everyone happy and they just word of mouth and that spreads and spreads and spreads. And, you know, it, it just quickly grows. I honestly only have, I think two or three clients in Colorado at all. In, That's awesome. Years of being here. <laughs> That's, that's so cool. 
Um, well, tell, let's talk about WordPress. I mean, you've been here for uh, 2008. So that's like, uh, I don't know, f- 15 years or something like that. Close to it, yeah. Um, why WordPress? Or, or, I mean, it sounds like you started with the, the photographer niche, but like, I, I see some people like they kind of burn out of WordPress or they, um, maybe they get jaded or something. And then some people are like, I, I don't know, just to share my thing is I kind of like later I figured out just, just like you, like, okay, agency guy, product guy. Um, I do stuff in the WordPress community too, or whatever. I guess like WordPress is meant for people just like me. Like, but I didn't, it did, I didn't know that at the beginning, but I kind of know that now that I'm kind of like a perfect fit for the technology. But what is it like for you? What is WordPress like for me? Yeah, like um, why WordPress? And uh, I mean, at yeah. the time, it was a, it was a great way. I was, you know, there was a lot of, you know, when I started, you build the HTML sites, and you're you're just linking HTML file to HTML file, and it just got, and you're doing maintenance for clients, and that's the biggest thing. The biggest thing I hate doing is maintenance on websites, which apparently it's a great way to make money is to doing maintenance. <laughs> but I'm actually, and maybe it's not a great business model, but I hate doing maintenance on client sites. I just simply hate doing it. I don't want to update content, two, two new photos and change some verbiage on the page. <laughs> I want you to do it. You deal yeah. with it. I have more fun designing and coding and building things. Um, so it was just a way to, to start doing that. Um, so that clients could have a little bit more control in a controlled environment. I like that. I could kind of dictate what they have access to. Um, I'm very much a, as I, I stress to my clients, I'm building you a content management system, not a website management system. Because yeah. in the early days when I would give them full control, all of a sudden there's 15 different fonts and seven different sizes and three different colors. And that's just in two paragraphs of text. And I'm just like, come on, you guys just destroyed your brand guidelines and within one page you know, and all this kind of stuff. So um, I like that I can have the right amount of control over what the client can do, where they'd have the flexibility to create pages, create new pages, create blog posts, you know, upload stuff and control it. But I can kind of confine them in a way where they can't destroy their website um, and, and make it look like a 1990s GeoCities site within a matter of minutes, which um, some clients tend to do when they have too much power. But um, for me, I, that's one reason why I really like WordPress is it allows me to do that. Give, just give them the right amount of control. Is there any particular tech tools or your tech stack that you just, t- uh, pieces of technology that you work with on most of your projects? I think I'm probably, a, a, I'm definitely would be considered by, as a dinosaur <laughs> for okay. people just starting in WordPress right now where I just use, you know, um, Adam editor. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> nice. Um, I don't, you know, I, I use Adam editor and I just, I kind of have my own boilerplate theme, which is very bare bones. I don't even use CSS frameworks. I don't use, I mean, I'll, I'll pull like, you know, a couple trusted JavaScript libraries like Magnific pop-up or, you know, a couple of things like that when custom coding the client site, but um, yeah, I don't really have like a stack. It's, you know, I start with like a, a CSS file that has about 30 lines of just base stuff and then go from there. 
Very cool. Um, and in your service offering, in addition to be web design, well, well, you say web design, web development, web marketing, and e-commerce. Yeah. So like guide us through the, the offer, like uh, those various parts that are people can achieve through your agency. Right. So it's it, the goal is to obviously be full service, one stop, um, so that they can work with one company that I found that uh, they find it very helpful to do that. So they have to go to, you know, piecemeal. Here's the designer here. They created my logo. Now can you create my website? Now can you, you know, market my website? Now can you do the hosting? It's, it is nice to only have to go to one person. Um, and honestly, I found that people will pay for it. Uh, they're happy to pay a premium to know that it's just easier to go to one place as opposed to trying to piecemeal it together. Um, because it's just, it's so overwhelming. Most people have never created a website. That's why they're hiring someone to do it for them. Um, so it, when, when they can go to one place as opposed to many, it just makes it quicker and easier for them to get it over and done with. Um, so, yeah. That's cool. You, you sound really zen with the client. I think it's because you've done it for so long. Yeah. They're like, yeah, this is what they actually want. You know, kind of the beginner mistake is to start trying to teach them too much about like how the web works and all this stuff and having to make decisions they don't understand or whatever. Um, any, I, I could just tell from some of your earlier comments, you're a master communicator with clients. Any final tips just around how to communicate effectively with clients and customers so that everybody's happy? Um. It, it, there's not one set rule because you kind of have to do it on a per client basis uh, and knowing their level of comfort with things. Um, and, and a lot of it is meeting the client um, with where they're at in technology. You get, I get so many clients going, I just don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. And it's just, I understand. I know. I know you don't. It's okay. I'm going to help you. That's what you're paying me for. And when they go, okay, like that kind of takes off a lot of pressure. Like, you don't have to learn how to code. You don't have to learn how to, you know, what size fonts am I picking? What size, uh, and that's why, that's why like I was explaining earlier, I don't give them too much power because it's overwhelming. They, if they wanted to build a website themselves, they would have gone and to wordpress.com or, you know, Weebly or Wix or something like that and done it themselves. And I've recommended that for some clients. It sounds like you really want to have full control. Go build it yourself. It's okay. Um, and so it's, it, it's making sure that you just answer their questions in an appropriate to their level. You wouldn't talk to a second grader about, you know, the intricacies of building a rocket. You just say, we're going to build a rocket that uses fuel to go up into space. I'm not going to get into the finite, you know, the fine grained details of all the inner workings of that. Um, so it's just making sure that they have the right amount of education, education to know that you know what you're doing and that they understand that what you're doing is hard. And so they let you do your job and not get in the way. Because there's a lot of clients who are like, well, we should do this. We should do that. We should do, you know, why aren't we doing this? And it's, okay, I hear you. I, I hear what you're saying. Here's my reason why I don't think that's the best idea. And not being, af and not being afraid to say no to a client and say, I don't think that's the best thing to do. Here's why. And most of the time it's like, oh, okay. So I think a lot, I honestly, I've worked for myself for 15 years. So I haven't worked, heard or dealt with those issues in a long time of remembering what those early days were like. But one of the few things is being a, a client pleaser. 
um, and trying to do every single thing and just do it exactly as they ask. But if you come off as the professional, they're going to go, oh, you, he knows what he's doing. I can trust him. And the moment you, they have your trust, they stop asking for these ridiculous things. Because then they just go, oh, no, Derek's already thought of that. He's already taken care of it. It's all set and done. Um, so that that's, it's actually, it, it can be very helpful to say no to clients and not just be like, we want to put, I don't know, all this kind of stuff, you know, on a page where you as a designer or developer are just like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why anyone would want this um, and, and not just being a pixel pusher uh, and, and doing everything the client says. So. Wow. Solid, solid words of advice. That's Derek Ashour. Say that, say your last name for me one more time. Derek Ashour. Ashour. I wanted to say it right. Uh, he's from WPSunshine.com. Go check that out. Go check out Confetti and also Sunshine Photo Cart and the other great things he has going on over there. If you're looking for someone to help you with your project, go check out his agency site, which is ashwebstudio.com. Thanks for coming on the show, Derek. We really appreciate it. Any final words for the people or anywhere else they can connect with you? Um, that's about it. Honestly, I avoid social media. so that's <laughs> Hey, that's a good thing. That means he's busy. He's productive. He's grounded. And uh, that's awesome. But yeah, but um, no, I'm just uh, happy to start being a little bit more involved in the community and doing things like this and talking with people. And, and I am hoping to connect with more developers. Like I said, I've been doing this in my own little world for a long time. Um, and, uh, and I'm, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to as I'm starting to build more products to kind of connect with more people in the WordPress space. Want to just learn some more things. I know that I, even though I've been doing it for a long time, there's still plenty and always more to learn, uh, but also just, uh, yeah, communicate with more people who are similar to me in similar situations so I can uh, find new ways to grow and and learn and maybe even talk with some other people how they can grow as well and, and things I've learned. I think it's, it's fun to talk about that kind of stuff. Awesome. Well, thanks, Derek. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so much for your time. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.